at UCLA. I don't know if it's still there. I'm sorry if it's still the name, but that was literally like everyone knew, like if you're going to walk the rape trail at night, you take a buddy because it's literally where people get assaulted. Jesus. I know. Yay. Yay. Fun things about college. But she walked there and I was like, don't go. She's in the rape trail. It's literally what I said as soon as I saw it. Oh my goodness. It's the tunnel. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices, spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on foxy yet dodgy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the, the final, final girl. girl. Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. Yes. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. I'm Julia. I'm Terry. Uh, and this week we are talking about 2017's Happy, Happy Death, Death Day. Day. The title of this episode is, What is Breakfast, Becky? What is Breakfast, Becky? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this film was made for $4.8 million. Okay. It made $56 million. What? Yeah, did Juggernaut. Super well. Jugger juggernaut. Yeah, so that's why there's a sequel coming out. Yay. Yay. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. The tagline for this film, get up, live your day, get killed again. Yeah. I like it. That's pretty that's, that's accurate. The movie, but it's a good, it's an intriguing tagline. Right. It's not um, too long. The mm -hmm. script uh was written way back in 2007. Oh wow. And hypothetically was supposed to star Megan Fox, directed by Michael Bay. Ooh. Question mark. Not enough explosions in this oh, movie for him, I feel like. Uh, I don't think it would have been as good. I, I got nothing against Megan Fox, but... No, not Megan Fox, but like the the, the Michael Bayness Michael of Bayness. it. Yeah. The sound sound would have been different. The design <laughs> would have been very different. Wah! Wah! A lot of that would have happened, probably. Uh, so the creepy uh, Bayfield baby mask in this was designed by Tony Gardner, who also designed the ghost face mask for Scream. Oh! Iconic mask, yeah. man. How do you feel about the baby mask? Is it scared you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. A creepy baby like that. Uh, yeah, it's enough. I mean, it's because it's like, it's funny because it's like, that's their like mascot, mascot of the school, which I was like, that's a terrible mascot. Well, I mean, I, I went to UC Irvine, so we were anteaters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Fair. And then so, there's like the slugs. Sorry. Out there, Santa slugs. Cruz. Um, yeah. There's some weird mascots, I guess, out there. I guess babies. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. It could be uh, something racist. I'm sorry. I'm so bad. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of those. So I guess the baby is fine. Uh, so we meet, uh, we open with uh, Tree, uh, Teresa, who uh, is waking up in a strange dorm room. After She's like, walk of shame kind of moment. I was like, oh, girl. Where she clearly doesn't remember him, doesn't remember anything that's uh -huh. happening. Uh, wants to get out of there as soon as possible, even though he's fucking adorable. Like he's so hot. Okay, can we just take a moment? Yeah, I was so excited to see this boy's face because I didn't know what who was in this. I just put the movie in. I was yeah. like, without reading anything about it, and I was like, oh, yes, because uh, for all you two, all the boys I've loved it for out there stands out there. That is, uh, he's the one of the stars of it. And okay. anyway, from Netflix, watch it. It was like one of the hit, hits of Netflix last year. 
Um, he's wonderful and he's adorable. Yeah, he's adorable. Uh, but she's, you know, clearly hungover and uh, has been woken up by her her birthday ringtone. Uh, uh, and it does her walk of shame where we have uh, going through the quad where yes. you see various number of things that will come around back later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greenpeace girl. Greenpeace girl. You have Rat boy falling. Mm-hmm. Sprinklers. Sprinklers Carl going Arm. off. Carl Arm, boy who wants to get her number or bother her. Why she hasn't called him back. Tim, who Who just comes out from around a pillar right so he's just been standing there waiting oh yeah since when since last night i don't know okay i don't know but i i love that he's like oh there she is <laughs> there she is i need to talk to her about this right yeah. now guys uh tip probably don't just like come out from around a pillar and be like hey like and also like <laughs> like this time in the morning like probably not the best time to yeah. like hit up a girl like when she's clearly wearing the clothes from the night before and her, and her makeup's all messed up and from her the hair's night before. all up yeah yeah uh, you're wearing a sparkly time. top in the quad at like 9 a.m. It's not a good, not a good look. Uh, so she goes back to, she lives in the frat house. goes yeah. back to. Sorority house. That's what I meant. <laughs> Same difference. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got no love for fraternities uh, and sororities. Oh, uh, I have, sorry. I love, I love all you, all you sorority girls out there. And this was like straight back to UCLA. This made me like. No, so nostalgic for like college all of a sudden like I was not a sorority girl but like I always wanted to be in my heart I think Did because you? of like 80s movies oh right you know they made him look so cool and she's going to like the quintessential sorority house where she has like the the bitchy sister who's just like what what are you doing girl why are you here like what are you, why are you here so late what happened what would you do who'd you do oh open your grill she's grilling everything about her yeah then she goes up to her roommate Lauren and like Lori Lori who has uh who found her who gone through her stuff found her driver's license to find her birthday so that today she could wish her a happy birthday a little creepy uh but she's made her cupcake from scratch yeah. so that's nice uh, uh but then uh tree realizes she's late for class runs throws the cupcake in the trash too many carbs and on yeah because she's a sorority girl and she's got standards yeah kappa girl kappa girl can't yep. eat if you're a sorority girl see this is one of the problems i have with sorority girls you're like oh but a cupcake is delicious guys a cupcake is delicious, but she's trying to like, you know, land the proper guy while she's here. Sure, sure. They got standards. Uh, so then she runs to class where she, uh, we learned she's having the affair with the super hot, hot teacher. British talk- doctor slash teacher. Oof. I mean, he's married, so that's not cool, but. But he's pretty hot he's and pretty I get hot. it. Uh, yeah. and, so, <laughs> and so then uh, they have a meeting at lunch where uh, we have Becky, who is one of the sorority girls who mm-hmm. is shamed for eating. Like actual carbs, yes. like just for having like food on her plate. She has a chocolate, like chocolate milk, which looks delicious. No sandwiches, no chocolate milk, no nothing. Uh-uh. Uh, there's a moment where uh, there's a mix up stuff all over tree and Carter is there to give her a necklace back. Her she little bracelet. A bracelet, mm-hmm. sorry. But she is not having it. Not interested. No, she does not care about this cute boy who is there standing in front of her, just asking her for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's doing a nice thing. Like he's doing her solid. He's bringing back her jewelry. That's probably important to her that she left, but she does not give a right now. So, I mean, uh, you know, obviously this, as everyone going into this movie knows, it's got the kind of groundhog's day parallel. Mm-hmm. So you have to have the kind of character who starts out as not a very nice person. And is hopefully no. going to learn from the repeated of her mistakes. Mm-hmm. So we start out with her as, as very not nice. And who also stands up her dad, um, on her birthday. On her birthday. who has been waiting for her at the restaurant and yeah. just like fucking stands him up. He keeps calling her and she keeps hearing that, oh, it's the birthday thing, whatever. That's her little voicemail, like like ringtone. And- so uh, the, the trailer for this movie, her mm-hmm. ringtone is In the Club by 50 Cent. And apparently they couldn't get the rights. It's an expensive song. So they were like, well, we'll just make up her own ringtone. Yeah. And it's perfect. So it 
works. Yeah. Uh, so she gets dressed up for a party uh, is, and is going to walk through this really creepy tunnel. No, which reminds me of UCLA. This is where I real flashback. We had okay. this trail. We called it the rape trail. Oh, fuck. Like literally that's, I'm sure it's still called that. Oh. No, for real. It was like the, the trail between the dorms and the apartments and like the frat houses at UCLA. I don't know if it's still there. I'm sorry if it's still the name, but that was literally like everyone knew like, if you're going to walk the rape trail at night, you take a buddy because it's literally where people get assaulted. Jesus. I know. Yay. Yay. Fun things about college. But she walked there and I was like, don't go. She's in the rape trail. It's literally what I said as soon as I saw oh, it. Oh my goodness. It's the tunnel. And I think, I think boys don't understand the kind of fear of a girl by yourself at night in a creepy, in a creepy tunnel. Especially in a cute dress, yeah. going to a party. Where you have nothing. You have no weapons. You have nothing. You have your little, maybe a little purse and your little phone and like, you're pretty defenseless. You're wearing stupid shoes that are not great for running. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to be cute for whoever at this party. It's her birthday, so I'm sure she wants to be very cute for whatever event she's going to. Right. Uh, so there's a creepy music box in the tunnel, which gets her distracts her. Uh, and playing happy birthday, playing happy like, birthday. and she sees uh, a figure in a hoodie and jeans in a baby mask who uh, comes for her, grabs mm-hmm. her, uh, stabs her, and wakes up again back around. Yep, she dead, but she's in the same place she was the day before. So the but the but the first the second round, she mm-hmm. doesn't it's not hit her yet. She must you know, it's like the oh, this is weird, this must have been a dream. Yeah, this then, can't I be was happening. like I, that's, I was I did that thing. I was like, Oh, was it all a dream? Was the first day a dream? No. So you're you're, so you're going through and she's like kind of sort of like she's telling Carter she knows where the aspirin is, but then like some of it she's just trying to figure it out. And yeah, his roommate like comes in as like, oh, like makes a bad joke about the vagina he got into last night. And like, oh, it's the same guy. And it's the same joke. It's like, uh oh. And then she goes home to the sorority house of the same thing. And she says she has deja vu to which her sorority sister says, oh, it just means somebody think- is thinking about you while they masturbate. I have it like five times a day. Uh, <laughs> no, like a hundred or whatever. She's crazy. That's so funny to me. Uh, uh, when we come around. I have deja back- vu a lot too. So I don't know. Yeah. Hey, oh, well, hey out there. Yeah. Anyway, sexy. Yeah, right. Um, so Carter comes back to again through lunch and she preempts him on the bracelet is like, where's my bracelet? Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it's not quite kicking in. She goes to the teacher again and is like, oh, your wife and is right, about to come in like to- on us while we're hooking up. And and she does. She does. Um, and then we see her watching a video of her and her mother together on their birthday where they clearly say the same birthday. But and you turn- realize why she doesn't like her birthday so much and maybe why she's such a damaged person. Because I was like, she's either just a bitch. Then we find out why she's kind of been a bitch. Her, yes. And her birthday's very hard. Her birthday is hard. Uh, and then we go, she comes back down to the tunnel, sees the music box, but in a very good final girl way, it was like, nope. Not going just, down that way. Nope. Just goes yep. around, turns a different way and goes to her uh, uh, the sorority house where there is a surprise party mm-hmm. waiting for her. Yeah. Uh, this so, is actually the frat house. I'm going to help Julia. This party's you. at I'm the sorry. frat. They live at the sorority. Sororities notoriously are not allowed to actually have parties in their place. Oh, why? Sanctions and whatever. Also, like, inviting a bunch of dudes over to the where the oh. girls live. Frats typically throw the parties where sororities don't. Oh. Strange, weird knowledge I know from college no, i would never yeah. i would never i didn't know that yeah okay so she goes to the frat house where they're having a party uh, so mm-hmm. somebody opens the door in the baby mask which she punches in the face straight away because she thinks it's like the guy who was trying to attack her because it's like the baby mask is at the door which is so great but it turns out to be a surprise party uh-huh. uh, where she goes upstairs with uh, a gentleman that one of her friends had tried to hook up with before of course his true sorority sister fashion there's a fight about this guy it's gotta be hoes before bros though right typically yeah but she, i don't think her sorority sisters do not seem great. I get why she would probably want to turn on one of them. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, no, none of them seem very, very nice. Uh, but she goes upstairs uh, to his pleasure dome. 
Uh, yeah, the Pleasure Dome, where the there's like girl? it's literally like it's like reminding me of like um, what's that old movie, the A Pillow Talk, uh-huh. where like Rock Hudson has like the, the ultimate room. bachelor room, and it's like you push the button and the music comes on, you know, and like the lights change and yeah. like the whole atmosphere changes. But this is like the Pleasure Dome for someone who does a lot of ecstasy because uh-huh. it's like too much oots oots music and like the lighting concept is like all like you're at a rave. Too much. It's too much. It's too much. Guys, if you have one of these rooms, just stop. Kick it down a notch. Yeah. just. I would be impressed if I came in and there was like a true bachelor pad where it was like you push a button, everything comes on. And it's perfect. But not like in my face. It's too much. Too much. Yeah. Uh, so she does because the music's allowed. Uh, <laughs> Tree does not hear the baby face come in, stab her gentleman caller to death. And then. But he's also dressed exactly the same as, yes. the, as this creepy guy. Because he's just wearing a black hoodie and jeans. So yeah. it's not. A strange outfit or no. anything, uh, but she, and then uh, she gets stabbed with a bong. They break a bong. They break a bong, and she's death by bong this time. Death she gets bong. bonged. Oh my! <laughs> Instead of boned, I'm sorry. I uh, can't but this help it. this is where she wakes up and she wakes up screaming. She's hyperventilating. There's a crazy like spin cam fisheye distortion uh-huh. where she's really starting to sink in what's happening here. And it looked like it really hurt this time, and she seems like she's also like. Not just hungover, but kind of in pain from what's right. happened the night before. That every time that she has mm-hmm. been killed and come back. So she still has the wounds internally mm-hmm. of what happened to her. Right. Which is a scary thought. Like terrifying. That yeah. you're, you're not you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like in the in Groundhog's Day, like he comes back fine. Like he kills himself a billion times. And there's oh, yeah. never any consequence. But here it's like, oh, no, no. It's doing damage to you. Yeah. Um, and so she finds she this is where she Carter comes and they actually have a conversation where mm-hmm. she tells him what happens and he kind of tries to help her figure it out. Yeah, he's like, a good guy. This yeah, because he says he doesn't he he didn't sleep with her. Right. He slept in her. He's her honorable. Bed. He reveals that he's honorable. He, they did not actually hook up. They never have. Like he always just lets her sleep in the roommate's bed, which is why he keeps kicking the roommate out, you know, each time. So it's like a really I love that moment. I think it's very yeah, sweet. Yeah, and I think that's the moment where she starts to be like, oh, I kind of like uh, now mm-hmm. I can I have I a can free, trust him. I can trust him. She's got an ally. He's it's his save the cat moment for yeah. sure. Uh, mm-hmm. So he uh, you know he says okay let's let's pretend this is really happening and like what if, what if uh, out of every day what makes a day special and it's her birthday. So she mm-hmm. says okay well who who knows it's your birthday. So then now she has she a makes list. a list. Yes, I love a good list. And he's like all right now we have a plan. We're down to business. We got a plan. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so now she she's got to go through the list and try. He's like you have unlimited lives and unlimited opportunities to find out who killed you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, that's the pitch, right? That's where you go into. Yeah, you're like, here's the movie, Unlimited Lives. You solve your own murder. Yeah, you go, yeah, it's great. So she's getting out there. She's getting out of business, and each day she's finding different, fine tuning her days and she figuring dyes out her stuff. Hair. She cuts her, her hair. Naked. Yeah, naked day. I was like, yay, naked day. I was like, yeah. that must have been fun. That, and she really was naked, which is excellent. It's great. Uh, but I love her. The naked face is 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 so joyful that like. She's I, so free. Yes. It's like, what would you do with the day where you didn't have to worry about it and you had no shame about it because none of it was going to be there again? You know what I mean? They're like, it's like, I, I and I wish that uh, these kind of, you know, I love these kind of re- repeated day movies, and I wish they would get more into what you what what you would do. Mm-hmm. I feel like the 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 dress crazy day. There's always the cra- that one. Oh, the, for sure, and like the cut your hair and dye your, the hair, cut day. your hair day, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, get in jail, get arrested, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. Um, I I wonder would. I feel like if I were Teresa, I would probably get on a plane and go somewhere else. Like, oh, what if yeah. what if you just like flew to Hawaii? Like, you're oh, pretty sure you're pretty much okay then. Uh, I think it's strange. You know, I know she's trying to solve her own murder, but it's also like 
you don't have to be here. You could be anywhere. Right. And maybe that would destroy the loop. I don't know. I think if you try to get out of the loop, though, it's I think just it, gonna loop you. In. I think somehow um, it'll the, like ground you at the plane. Like plane will get grounded. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like there's something everything. that would stop it. Sure. Yeah. Um, so and then this we see her. She and there's a shot where she accidentally kills Becky because she thinks it's the bar, the baby. Um, and then we have this shot, which was my favorite shot in the film, where they have the shot of her getting hit in the head with the baseball bat, which like transitions into her laying down into hitting the pillow. Yeah, it's a beautiful tracking. Like is like gorgeous. gorgeous. The shots were really cool. Yeah. Like I was like, I did not expect Happy Death Day to blow my mind as far as like <laughs> cinematic shots. I mean, we did just watch The Shining, which yes. is like masterpiece. You know what I mean, though. But like, I was like pleasantly like blown away by the beautiful, the beautiful, how beautiful it was. Yeah, and to take, mm-hmm. you know, this is such a fun concept. It's great to have fun camera work in there as well mm-hmm. to kind of ramp it all up. And it's, uh, it's a cool touch. And it's she keeps changes the days too. Like you're getting those different perspectives and stuff like that as and you're she, looking through. Sure, and you realize she realizes she can change her timeline mm-hmm. somewhat. So the you know the, then we have her waking up in the hospital where uh-huh. she is with her erstwhile doctor boyfriend, who. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty sexy. Uh, who tells her that technically she should be dead? That according to the X-rays and proof now that she is internally getting messed up with this situation. So she's left with scars every day from however she's getting murdered. So he and she's getting weaker and weaker every day. So like, not only are you repeating, but now you you also have this task to find your killer, and you're not up to the level. You're not you going to be as healthy as you go on. You eventually will not make it through the day. Um. So she uh, escapes uh, from her room in the hospital, finds the baby mask in Greg's drawer. Yeah. Thinks for a moment that it's him. Mm-hmm. Um. Does did the killer plant the mask in his drawer, or does he have one? For school I think spirit. he probably just has one for school spirit. Was I wasn't sure either. I was wondering, but I feel like it's he, probably... he immediately gets killed by the by the killer. And right, then, so eliminates that idea. Uh, we have a great garage chase in the where she gets her car. Yeah, it's a good parking garage chase. So good horror. I mean, parking garages Suspense. are made for horror movies. Yes, they really are. Cause you don't know. You know, you can hide behind a car, pop out, something's going to happen, uh, and she gets away. Uh, so she drives away and she's ecstatic that she's done it. She's gotten away. Okay. This is the part where I was like, okay, I would have just kept driving. She gets pulled over by the police. Um, I would have not, I would have kept going. Well, she, and, but then yeah. she realizes, okay, well, if he arrests me, I'm going to be in this cell where nobody can get me. I'm surrounded by cops. It's kind of the safest place you can be really. Yeah. But we don't know where the killer is still. Right. Well, so she, he could have gotten a car by now. Which he does and mm-hmm. uh, just runs over the cop so bad while she is handcuffed in the backseat of the cop car and now cannot get out and is stuck. Yeah. And then she thinks she might be able to get out and thinks the killer might just come kill her. But no, he does this beautiful thing where we got to make this car freaking explode. Yes. So we got the gas leaking out the back because he's hit the car. And so he lights a cigarette basically or lights, you know, a l- little lighter. And then it's like... Whoosh. There's your Michael Bay moment. There's that your is the I guess you know what that was the one. So I guess maybe he would have been fine, but he would probably wouldn't want it like a, a chain reaction of like the cop car and that car. They and all would have had to go together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then uh, we wake up again, yeah. and this time she's just like down in half the bottle of Tylenol because she's in so much pain because she's gone through so much already. Yeah, so he, much trauma. He's like, please don't. It could kill you. And she's like, oh no, no, no. I've gone through worse, and trust me, I've ar- I've already dead, been dead. Uh, and so uh, sh- they go and they have uh, a meal at Corky's, which is an actual place on Van Nuys Boulevard, I think. Oh, okay. It looked like Norm's. All right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she tells him that she's not a good person, that she thinks that this is karma, that she deserves it, that now she's got to like figure out how to be a better person throughout Get to it. the root of it. This is the change. Yes. Why is it happening? Yes. And uh, 
then that she's weaker, weaker every time. And then they hear about this uh, serial killer that on has the been news popping up in the background. She on hasn't the TV been in the diner. To. No one's been paying attention. There's been a killer loose. And she's like, oh, my God, it's a killer. Uh, so she uh, goes. Yeah, we find out the killer is actually in the hospital, though, mm-hmm. and which is where they've been holding him. And she realizes that this killer has been basically escaping um, his restraints. So she goes to the hospital to try to stop this thing. Tries to warn the like security like cop that's there and that's not not, not working it. of course because you know no one believes the freaking final girl. <laughs> uh, but Carter comes in to to help to try to save her. He and the serial killer tussle. Carter gets killed, and then she realizes that if she doesn't reset the day, that Carter will stay dead. So now she but has now she to, loves him, so she can't let him stay be die. So she has to die. She has to die. So we have a, a chase up the bell tower where she chucks herself with a noose off the bell tower yeah. to reset the day. Yeah. Um, and so she kills herself for love. She does. Oh. Anyway, not that you should do that, but anyway, it happens. So she's back. Yes. And, and then on a mission. Yeah, and this is the day where she's like, okay, I'm going to make everything right. Mm. I'm going to apologize to Lori for being a dick. I'm- so Lori, which I didn't realize Matthew Modine's daughter, you guys. Oh, that's Ruby Modine. Interesting. Just have to let you guys know that for all you cinematic folks out there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Either. She's a Modine. If you're like, where's this girl? I was like, why do I know her? And then I was like, it's because she's a Modine. Anyway. Uh, so she apologizes yeah. to her. She mm-hmm. uh, breaks up with the doctor. She, uh, you know, does all the... She, she does all the right things. She, like, comes clean. Milk. Like, she helps her friend Becky who, with carbs. She comes in and eats in front of the other sorority ladies and, like, lays it down as, like, we should all be able to eat, basically. Yeah, makes up with her dad. Yeah. Goes to talk to him about her mom and, the, you know, about how... That's like, a beautiful scene with him. Yes. Like heartfelt, like it's this is the heart of the movie right here. It's like she's making all the good, you know. She's like, this is the day. This is the day I do uh, it right. And finally, does her like final girl prep. She gets like the outfit ready, like her final girl outfit. Mm-hmm. She's gonna kick, kick some ass. Goes to the leather hospital. jacket, ponytail. It's yeah. all. It's always the sign. My friends and I are talking about that, like an acting class too. Like you're like when you got the leather jacket and ponytail, you know you mean business. It's like true. You're the cop who's gonna make it right. You're uh-huh. like you know Olivia, like on whatever SVU or like oh, any <laughs> any of the Olivias. Like you're like gonna do it right. You know that's what's uh, happening. So she goes to the hospital, steals a gun from the security guard, and goes in to kill the serial killer. She's like, I figured it out. Yeah. But of course, he's got the one up on her, and there's a tussle, and she has the safety on, so she's not able to. She doesn't realize she tries to shoot him, and the safety is on. Yeah, so she can't get him. But the repeating day has come in handy, and she has timed. There's a blackout that happens at a very certain moment. Yes, the flicker. I forgot about to mention the flicker. There's yes. always a flicker when it's bad. Like, when there's bad things coming, it's like the lights are going to flicker, and there has been this blackout that's been freaking her out, rolling blackout that's been but going on. But she's got it timed. She knows exactly when it's going to happen, so she has her alarm set, and in the blackout, she's able to escape, turn mm-hmm. the safety off, and shoot him to death yes so there's then we have this amazing 16 candles homage where you have carter and tree sitting between the cupcake the cupcake that her roommate Lori ruby modine has given her and so she's like it's so sweet it, it is, is that 80s ode uh, yes. and she and he asks what she wishes for and says she wishes for tomorrow that's all that she needs it's just a tomorrow and he's like that's it and she's yep. like no really that's all I need is tomorrow because like um, she's been living the same damn day for ever. eons now. Uh, and this is the first time that we see her eat the cupcake. Mm-hmm. We have not seen her eat it yet. Um, and this was great because it's it's a great fake out ending because I was like, oh, this is adorable. And then like, oh, no, wait, wake up yet again. And you're like, wait, what? She killed the guy. I did too. I know. I was like, no. And of course, she's furious because she thought she had it figured out. And yes. now she didn't have it figured out. And like what was different? What was different was. She ate the fucking cupcake. Yep. And realizes that Lori has poisoned the cupcake 
and that it was never a good pu- cupcake. No. And it was lucky she didn't eat it all those days. Mm-hmm. And now we have it. And girl fight. This is so great. I love a good girl fight. I definitely, I think I wrote girl fight, exclamation point, exclamation point. Exclamation point. I, I did. And I also wrote kicked in the taco. I'm sorry. Ta- oh God. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah. So she gets kicked in the taco for does. sure. It is, it is a, it is a beautiful cinematic. Well, and you imagine how much fury Teresa would have like it was I mean if you found out that your sweet looking roommate who literally who has been like you know trying to be a friend to you and you realize you've been ignoring her and been shitty to her turns out she really is shitty even though she was trying to do a nice quote-unquote nice thing right. like of giving you this cuppy cake she's like I made it from scratch like totally all sweet yeah it's, it's a bitch fight and we find out that Lori's actually been like was in love with the doctor that tree was hooking up with so it's not honorable in any kind of way. It's basically like you're both side chicks fighting over this guy who's not attainable anyway. And it's all about a guy. It's so upsetting. It's so lame. Yeah. Like not even like you're killing her over this guy. Yes. This lame guy who's married, who has like, he's not even. I mean, yes, he's attractive. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's smoking hot, but like still like <laughs> not worth killing your sorority sister friend. No, but tree goes full on on her. She shoves the poison cupcake in her mouth and then just kicks her in the stomach out the window. Which is where we get a beautiful, beautiful shot of her and a puddle of blood. Mm-hmm. But I love this too because it's in front of one of the people she's been passing every day is this like her Asian sorority sister who's got bleached blonde hair, which, which is also a whole other sidebar for me because they have the other roommate, the, uh, the two Asian people in the movie are bleached blonde. Oh, yeah. And I was like... What's that about? What? Yeah. I was like, is that how they have to assimilate? Is this like... I wanted to do like a whole like essay on like assimilating into like this like weird college and situation where everyone... Where feel like you have to be blonde. But I feel like everyone in the movie feels like they have to be something that they're not like everyone's doing that like from like Becky like trying to like fit in and not like eat the right eating the right things to like um what is the um oh I'm blanking right now anyway but everyone has to assimilate in some way even Tree she's trying to fit into this place Carter's trying to be cool and he's like not quite fitting in every Mm -hmm. and then Tim that's what it was yes the guy that like she um uh, as basically rejects like over and over again and then she realizes she one day she finally sees him looking at like gay porn and realizes, oh, this guy actually doesn't really need to date me. He's trying to date me because he thinks he should be dating me. Right. This is what we, we look good Society, together. We look good together. I'm, I'm the girlfriend that will look best with him. Turns out he's gay and she like sets him free and like it's like, dude, you're actually gay. And he's like, oh, I am. Thank you. Like, I guess I will go find a nice guy now. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's trying to assimilate in some way. Um, and so she let la- Lori lands in front of this like. The, the sweet little blonde Asian girl who's got, got her headphones on every time. And it's just like terrifying. This poor girl gets like this body dropped right in front of her. It's amazing. And then we see her uh, slump down in front of the window and say, Lori ate my cupcake. That's all she got. That's all she got after all of that. Uh, but it's interesting that like the cops seem to like believe her story, which is kind of a crazy story. Like, why would you believe this? Yeah. But the, the, there's no kind of like cop arresting strangeness. We just skip right to the kind of uh, them at the diner making Groundhog's Day jokes, yeah. which is great that they finally uh, admit to it. They're like, hey, guys, just so you in case you, you know, we're wondering uh, Groundhog Day is actually a we, horror movie. Yeah, we and, know. We, and we know. It. Yeah, it's 100 percent the same premise. And like as far as like but, the days repeating, but it's so different. It's, it's fine. And like, and you know, there's another uh, there's a movie that came out. I saw it Sundance a couple years ago called If uh, Not If I Say If I Fell. And mm-hmm. it's uh, the same idea but it's like a teenage girl one mm-hmm. just supremely uninteresting and like how could you make this this story uninteresting 
and yet it does and this one does it great and like i was so pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. with this film and it was like super fun mm-hmm. i kind of want to dislike uh jessica roth and i really like her no you want to you want to hate her like from the beginning of the movie but of course she like wins you over she yeah. does her job she does so well like she like you i felt like wait at the beginning i was like oh i'm gonna be so mad if i like if she's like but she has her turn she draws you in she charms the hell out of everybody um and she charmed us yes. i loved it i loved her agreed i mean there's nothing worse than a generic final girl and yet this one like is sometimes and especially with a film like this where like the concept can overwhelm the actors sometimes because mm-hmm. it's not really about them it's, it's about high this. concept yes. yes but i've but she did a great job yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i adored her and i love israel broussard uh the Carter kid. he's got that kind of like andrew garfield kind of vibe Oof. i love that dark hair dark eye blonde, yes. like pale Tiny, tall, skinny yeah, thing. That's why we. This is why Julie and I realized the other day because we met on the airplane to England together uh-huh. for a year abroad uh, back in the day, and I realized I was like we were both basically searching for the same boy. I yeah. think like <laughs> on our way over there, our and, beautiful like, British dream boy, dream boy, like tall, like dark hair, like beautiful, and like so sweet, and he he fits all of this, he like. Does. So I knew like as soon as I watched it, I was like I couldn't wait to like make sure like I was like Julie, I'm so excited we're watching this movie because I know you're gonna love it too. Yes. Um, great. All right, so Gore Factor is one not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two is a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, a bathtub of blood. And fivers run for the barf bag. And moving pages, uh, we gave this a three for gore. Yeah. So See, it like, is enough blood yeah. to gross out the average viewer. Uh, not not heavy on the gore in the film, but I feel like there's enough yeah, there. There's enough there. There's, you know, like Lori, like Landon and like in, bleeding out on the, on the concrete mm-hmm. with her like cupcake face after she's gone through the window. Um, you know, there's some stabbing. We don't always get a shot of the stabbing because often like she's she waking up. up, um, out of, out of it into the next day, but still great. Like as far as like, you know, I have to say though, it's good suspense. that she wakes up ex- like right as she gets killed. It's not like you have to live through the entire stabbing her or whatever. agonizing over. Yeah. And then it's a good, good way to do it. Uh huh. Well edited for sure. And then we got our movie ratings. We got our chainsaw zero to five. Um, one, if you're desperate two barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastic oracle. Um, what did you give? Happy I really want to give this movie a five. And I feel weird because I gave The Shining last week a four. But like, I really enjoyed Happy Death Day even more. I thought the story was really solid. Yeah. Um, I think this um, director, um, he was mostly a writer before, Christopher Landon, who's also smoking hot. Did you guys check out his IMDb? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um he he did a really great job of story. I really understand story. And he's written like some amazing movies, like some of the paranormal series and whatnot too. And I think really understands how to like keep it going. The pace is great. It's fun. It's interesting. Um, yeah. So you gave it a four. I yeah. gave it a five. Yeah. Um, I, Cause I can't, I was thinking about it. I was like, what, do, what would I change about this film? It's like, I can't really think of anything. Like, I feel like it's got everything in it that I want, not much in it that I don't. And clips along and keeps it keeps it fun and interesting and a good time was had by all yeah so for sure. go for happy death day surprising we love you happy death day i can't wait to watch the sequel now we should yes. go to the theater and go see it obviously obviously in the theater that's the best place to yeah. see any horror film for sure a uh, group of people so next week we're going to be talking about a very obscure film uh for a reason it's obscure uh <laughs> a movie called the stay awake this is from the original horror movie survival guide notebook yes we've called i was just i picked a random title uh and uh here we go here we go uh we'll see how it goes <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm, I'm just apologizing now for those of you who go out and watch it but watch it if you want it's on amazon for like a dollar i think right yep. now to rent 
Um, so check it out. And we'll talk about it. You can hear our thoughts on it next week. Yeah. We'll see you then. But stay awake. Bye.